Grow Your Life, a podcast with stories and systems to live better and work smarter. Hey, I'm Jason Scott Montoya, and I'm here with my friend Don Nieder. Um, Don and I have been friends for for years, probably a decade now. Yeah, <laughs> um, we originally met in the, through the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, and then uh, Don actually participated in, in the Island Story experience that I ran, and that's where we got to know each other. Um, real well um, on a weekly basis for about a year. So Don, welcome to the interview, the inspirational people, and I'm looking forward to, to sharing the, what you have to share with others with others. Thanks, Jason. Looking forward to it myself. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Um, you know, what's your story? What do you do? And uh, just introduce us to, to the Don. Okay. Um, um, from Texas, born and raised in Houston. Sad that the Astros lost the <laughs> series last night. Um, unfortunate. I had confidence they were going to do it, but you know, <laughs> life moves on, right? Yeah. Um, so born and raised in Houston, um, middle child of five. And uh, I moved to Atlanta, at, mostly as in the technology industry for my career. Um, started with Compaq. Actually owned a franchise in the 80s and Oh, wow. Indiana selling PCs called Entree Computer Center and then went to work for Compaq okay. 20 years and yeah. fast forward, uh, Compaq transferred me to Georgia in 1998. So I've been here for a little over 20 years now. Yeah. And, uh, love living in, uh, in the Atlanta area and, and traveling back to Houston as often as I can <laughs> to, to see my mom who just turned 93. Okay. So the, uh, one of the things I did once I've, I got here and where we got a chance to get to know one another is I opened up a business in 2007 called okay. Speed Pro Imaging in the Norcross area. It's a franchise that I, I purchased, opened it up, operated it. And, the, and what does a Speed Pro do? What, what type of a business is sure. that? Sure. Speed Pro is, is what's called wide format graphics or wide format imaging. Yeah. We produce big, beautiful graphics and they're used for trade shows for vehicle wraps, uh, yeah. cell, you know, window graphics, signage. There's anything that's with an image on it, uh, yeah. SpeedPro can, can produce it. Okay. So you went from Compact to SpeedPro or was there anything in, in between? There were, yeah, sure. I was one of the many that went with a dot-com in the 2000s <laughs> that turned into a dot-bomb. Yeah. And uh, so that, that changed my course just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, ended up with Unisys in their state practice in Georgia. And then when, okay. when the economy started going south in, in 2007, six and seven started slowing down, um, Unisys decided that Georgia was not a, a priority state for them any longer. Yeah. So I was looking and just my heart wasn't in going to work for someone else again. So you I had this like a seed of entrepreneurship or were you just? Oh yeah, it, it had always been there. Um, I owned a business in the, uh, in the eighties, a franchise as well. Oh, okay. I loved it. But that one got caught up in a recession as all as well. Mm. Southern Louisiana with the, the the oil industry specifically had a recession that didn't impact the rest of the country, but twenty-five percent oh, okay. unemployment where I was. Wow. And uh, of course it was fun and exciting working <laughs> for a company like Compaq at the at the kind of the dawn of the technology age. Yeah. So that was a just a really fun time. So I I loved doing that. But yeah. I was well, ready it, to get back. Yeah. And I was gonna say it's interesting that you know, comp you started with compact when it was the technology was rising and then compact ends up, you know, they ended up sh kind of shutting down, selling out and closing down. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. HP bought bought Compaq bought Deck, and then HP bought Compaq, and that's right the, at the time that I received this uh, opportunity with the the dot com. Yeah. And and pursued that. So I kind of left in the in the well, they had announced that they were going to be purchasing Compaq, but it hadn't occurred yet. But okay, it seemed like a good opportunity at the time. Yeah. So you're not at Speed Pro anymore. So tell us about tell us about how right. how that happened and and what you're doing now. Well. Um, I, I had a, a kind of a, a, a major, major change over the last few years. Um, and just through, um, through people like yourself that I met who really opened my eyes up to, you know, a wider range of, of ways to, to see yeah. business and to, and to see life. Yeah. It just kind of opened up the thinking in my mind in terms of where I wanted to go, what was important. I applied it to Speed Pro, and that was my my priority. Of course, was focusing on on the business. But um, as I got further into it, and I've had owned and operated Speed Pro for um, twelve years. Then uh, four years ago, a, a great guy John Barber joined me as a business partner, and together we continued to to grow the business. And it was just it was a great experience. There's nothing running a hard a small business, as you know, is hard. Yeah, it's just, it's just hard. Yeah, there's no other way to say it. And there's there's so much to do and so much that can happen. But I loved it. I just yeah. I, and I loved the particular industry I was in. I loved Speed Pro and I loved my customers and the creativity that we were always around and mm -hmm. graphics and it was just there's always something fun and, and different uh, yeah. to be part of. Um, then kind of fast forward to the the last uh, couple years. Um, uh, actually go back a little bit. Um, another customer that I had uh, met, um, a guy uh, who brought Orange Theory Fitness to Georgia. Okay. Apple. Um, I just got to know him really well. They were a customer of ours. He invited me to a Christmas party that they were having. And um, he was just always so calm. This <laughs> didn't matter in the face of, of any adversity or stress or issues. He was just calm. It was just yeah. like, how do you do this? And, and, and uh, you're, you're, pre you're pretty, you're a pretty calm guy too. So to say that this person was super calm is saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes there's, you know, there's the outward and there's the, uh, the inward. <laughs> and, and you know, the, you know, when I say running a small business is hard, one of the things that of course creates is stress. Yeah. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. you know, the unknowns. So many things to think about and worry about. Yeah. Especially when you have a team and they're relying on you and their family. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You got employees and you got customers. You, you can't disappoint and deadlines. And it's just, you know, you know the drill. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's not for everybody. It's a great environment uh, yeah. to be part of. It's just exciting. But, you know, it comes with its, uh, its baggage as well. Mm -hmm. um, but at, at this party, this Christmas party that, that Pavel invited me to, he talked about a book by Eckhart Tolle called the, the power of now. Okay. It's, it's all about being present in the moment. Yeah. Past doesn't exist. Futures. Doesn't, it's, it's right now. Yeah. This moment we're sharing this right now is what exists. Yeah. And it's just, it, it kind of calmed me down. It slowed me down a little bit. And I can, I understood better where he was getting his strength to, yeah. to do that. It wasn't any magic. He just was living in the present moment. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you say that because when I was when I shut down Noodlehead or through the end the end season, I went through I don't know how long it was, but it was a few months of this mental dance between the future and the past. 
and I would go to the past and I would get like, or the future and I would, the anxiety and stress, everything just sort of built up. But it, because I was shutting down the company, it was like all the memories and history of that journey were coming to mind and they were going through my mind. But as I would think about the past or the future, um, I would start to un like mentally unravel. <laughs> and it, what it did is it forced, it was almost like this discipline exercise where I was learning to be present in the moment because going to the future was unpleasant, going to the past, but going to the present was the one thing that I could do. And, and it, was, it, it was an interesting, something I can't quite explain, but this discipline exercise to, to be in the now as you describe it. Yeah, well, I mean, and guess what? Being in the, in the present also allows you to be the most productive you can be. Yeah. Because if you are focused on past events or future, then you're not going to, something's going to slip through the cracks today. Yes. That, that you yeah. need to be focused and, on. And a lot of entrepreneurs are that way. Is we can be so futuristic and visionary that we're, but we're already, it's almost like we're already there and we're just like, everyone needs to catch up with us. Um but it's not real. So people can't really catch up with us because there's nothing for, for them to come to, you know? So entrepreneurs, I think really um, do a disservice to which ends up being towards people by not being in the now, you know, the way they're, they're treating people or the sure. way they're, or their way they're stewarding things. They're thinking, well, once we get to the future, all of our problems will go away, but that's right. not really the case. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a disservice, not just to themselves, but to their families, to their mm -hmm. employees, to their customers, yeah, to their vendors, to everybody that they come in contact with, really. Yeah. So go continue on. Oh, well, so, yeah. um, it, of course, I, I met a lot of great people uh, at SpeedPro, a lot of great customers, and uh, developed a lot of friendships. And, and one of those was a gentleman who came into the studio and one day two and a half, three years ago, and, and, and mentioned something called Wim Hof. Yeah, Wim Hof. Dutch, Wim Hof. He's a yeah. Dutchman, and he, he it's a long story that I won't go into here. You can come to one of my classes <laughs> yeah. later, but um, he's a Dutchman who developed a kind of a combination of, of, of a, a way to stay healthy, a way to reduce anxiety and reduce stress, which was, you know, a very appealing to me as running the business. Yeah. Uh, through a combination of breathing mindset yeah. and, and cold water, cold exposure. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started, you know, really understanding the, the science behind it and getting into it. And it really, I mean, I can't tell you how, how impactful it was on just my ability to, to operate at SpeedPro. And was it, did you, it was, when you say that, are you talking about the cold or the breathing or did you do them both from the beginning? It was a combination of all three and it, it really would have, what it did in that environment a lot of times it'll I mean there's there's a lot of physiology to it and you know when you do this there's things that will happen inside your body whether you believe it or not <laughs> yeah. you just, you know, it's on its own track <laughs> right it, it you just are the tool to make it happen yeah and you know one of them the, the the major benefits and particularly for me it was just reducing stress and anxiety mm -hmm. I, I literally it didn't matter what was going on I could just stay calm yeah. And stay focused on what I had to do. So I just kind of came a tool, if you will. And, you know, with the, with, you know, being present in the moment when you combine everything, it just, it helped um, yeah. as far as uh, operating within the business. Yeah. Interesting. And, so yeah, go on. No, I'm just going to say if, you know, if you want to reach peak performance, you know, we, we talk about working smarter, the, um, 
it's one thing to work smarter, right? Yeah. You know, operationally, sales, marketing, whatever you have to do, we gotta we gotta be smart about what we do. At the same time, isn't it smart to make sure your body is is optimal for even doing that? Okay. Yeah. You need to make sure that you're dealing with stress, you're dealing with anxiety, you're you're dealing with situations in the, the best possible way that you can, that you've prepared your mind and your body. Yeah. I'm it's kind of yeah, I mean, it makes me think of like driving a car, right? Um, I can, if I have a flat tire, my car can drive with a flat tire, but it doesn't mean I should drive my car with a flat tire. Right. I should get it fixed or, or and operate in a way that's in line with how the vehicle was designed. And with what I'm hearing from you is we need to operate in the way that the body is designed so that we can actually perform at the highest level, which is what we ultimately want. Yeah. And then and unfortunately, unlike the car where you know you have a flat tire, a lot of times you may think you're operating in an optimal way, but you don't, that's because that's what you know. Yeah. And you haven't had a chance to, to tap into available tools that yeah. are free. I mean, just, just using your own body to impact how you can handle and respond to situations. Yeah. Yeah. So you've gone from this, what I find interesting or maybe even ironic to some degree is you've gone so from Speed Pro to this Wim Hof, um, you can tell us a little bit about what, what that is in terms of your business. But what I also find interesting is that how, how it's in such stark contrast to your technological background, you know, right. from compact and, and the, and the technology boom to now mindfulness and breathing and health. So t tell me about that transition or that flip, sure. that paradigm flip. And then, and then how you're sort of leveraging this um, to build a, a new business for yourself. Well, Jason, I I found a way to, to <laughs> kind of string these all together because when I went from the technology world into SpeedPro, which was a more of a world of creativity, yeah. I still kept my big toe in the technology waters because we're working with some pretty sophisticated equipment yeah. that um, we could make it do a lot of cool things as long as we understood it and, and yeah. how to use it. So there was always a lot that we were, from a from a technology perspective, that we were dealing with to make sure we could provide the best results to our customers yeah and then so fast forward that to what i'm doing now and i and i should throw in here that um i had mentioned my my partner john barber okay. um you know really over the last year i feel like what i'm doing now has kind of become my purpose yeah and, and john could see that and 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 john wanted to continue to to grow and 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 flourish with with speed pro and you know i'd kind of been asking the universe to conspire on my behalf and <laughs> and, and john uh, made me an offer to 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 buy me out yeah and so he is a sole owner and, and doing a great job with speed pro now and it, it allowed me to and this is fresh i mean this is literally within the last two months yeah uh, allow me to go and focus on on what i'm trying to do with this my new company i call it flowgevity Okay. Um, it's really focused on not lifestyle changes, yeah. on helping people live their life in a way that they can enjoy it mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. so I Which is what at, it did for you by participating in it. It's, it's exactly because yeah. it's, you know, I look at life in, in thirds, if you will. I'm, I'm 66. I'm in the last third of my life. Yeah. I'm going to make damn sure that I can, I'm there to enjoy it mentally. Mm -hmm. All yeah. right. So I don't want Alzheimer's or dementia or any of the, those awful diseases. 
Yeah. And also, and I'm going to be there to enjoy it physically. Yeah. I tell people I'm going to be kayaking on a beautiful mountain lake <laughs> on my 80th birthday. Yeah. Not only will I be there doing that, I'll get myself there too. I won't yeah. need help from anybody. <laughs> so, um, so I'm I'm making that investment now to do it. Yeah. So whether you're someone's looking at the last third, maybe the last two thirds of their life, or or more. Yeah. Because uh, longevity is an interesting word, and it continues to change mm. in terms of, of, of population. Yeah. Uh, but it's never too late to impact your your longevity, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I'm focused on is helping people find ways to just use themselves, use their bodies, and avoid disease. Yeah. Uh, minimize you know, being subjected to the uh, medical industry that is, as it's morphed into this huge, you know, pharmaceuticals and, and medical yeah. treating symptoms and not, not the root causes of yeah. whatever may be the, the issue. More symptom so, treating than, than right. problem solving. Yeah. So the Wim Hof method kind of becomes one of the, the, the methods I use to help people avoid disease to do yeah. that amongst some other things that I do. And, and so you're doing stuff in the now that future future Don is going to thank you great very much so for doing yeah, exactly. <laughs> there there is another great book uh, from the '80s called uh, The Road Less Traveled, which talked about the and this is something it's, it's a law it's becoming a lost art and that is the the ability to practice delayed gratification. Mm. The so we're all into immediate gratification, and I think within the education system right now that's one of the issues that the teachers are, are dealing with yeah. is the need for immediate gratification because a lot of children have, have, haven't been taught that. Okay. Yeah. That delayed yeah. gratification is very healthy. Yeah. I, I have to mow the yard today. Oh, you know what? I'll just wait and do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow mm-hmm. comes and go, ah, well, I wish I'd done that yesterday. Right. Yeah. So if I didn't mow it today, when tomorrow comes, I feel good because oh, it's out of my way. I got, I got my day yeah. to do what I want. I'm like, thank so you, Pastor Jason. That's a simple example. <laughs> yeah. and, and what I've learned with what I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm teaching people is that you still get the instant gratification because when you practice what I'm doing, you're releasing endorphins. You're doing a lot of things that just make you feel good, make you feel yeah. energized and pumped and, and ready for the day. But at the same time, it's it's the ultimate and delayed gratification because it's my health. So yeah. the work I'm, it's not even work. The fun I'm I'm doing now and you know like ten to fifteen minutes a day. Yeah, I know is going to allow me to be on that lake when I'm eighty mm-hmm. and allow me at ninety to to do what I want to be doing and to be there. Yeah, and not be a burden on someone in my family. Yeah. So now this is something that I think most people when you talk about health and our body and our mind, you know, we ought to be healthy. We ought to take care of it but we don't. So what, what is it that shifted for you that you said, I, I want to live better? Um, it was a false uh, health scare or alarm. Yeah. I, I think this is, it was about six years ago, five years ago. Yeah. I had a long story, but I had a, a my carotid arteries uh, ultrasound for my carotid arteries and this guy said that they were 80 and 88 percent blocked like yeah you're gonna die in yeah minute. just don't do anything because you're probably gonna have a stroke mm-hmm. so you know i went to a cardiologist he put me through tons of tests and came back and when i went to his office to find out you know of course i'm using google and finding out all the terrible things that i'm facing and <laughs> could be happening to me and what surgeries I'm, I'm sure i'm gonna have to have he goes like what are you doing here? I said, what do you mean? What am I doing here? He said, why are you in my office? 
your carotid arteries are 10 and 12% blocked. They're mm. fine. They're normal for your age. Just some quack misread the ultrasound and misinterpreted it and came up with the wrong results. Mm. It was totally wrong. So you were given almost like a blessing of this scare, but it wasn't real. So you were able to actually benefit Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I, I'd like to say that took immediate action. Uh, it opened my mind up to considering some, some other things along with the, the power of now. And then this health scare, I started reading books about meditation. So I started yeah. meditating. Um, I started, you know, doing more stretching and yoga. I started doing aerobic exercise for my cardiovascular system. Yeah. I, I started, I'm not going to say eating a lot better, but I would eliminate, eliminated sodas. I eliminated fast yeah. food. I, you know, ate vegetarian once in a while. I did look at what I was eating, ate more. So I just, Start, I drank a lot more water. So I just started doing things that were healthier that um, allowed me to, I didn't really have a plan or a strategy at the time. These were just, okay, notionally, they seemed like the step, right, stepping stones, good steps to take. Yeah, building blocks. And um, then a, a, when a customer came into my studio and told me about this guy, Wim Hof, that was like the aha moment. The light mm. bulb went off when I started when I, when I first did it, it was like, that's cool, but it felt more like a parlor trick because I could, like, without doing anything, I held my breath for two and a half minutes. I was like, yeah. how's that possible? <laughs> and it was a cool trick. I can't wait to, you know, win some bets with some guys in a bar. Doing that. <laughs> but then I started looking at the science behind it and understanding what was actually happening inside my body when I, when I did it. It was like, damn, this stuff works. And there's, there's a reason we go through the process of this, 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 this technique because it's, there are specific things happening inside our bodies that help ward off bacteria and viruses from your, from even catching a disease to begin with. Yeah. That help you deal with anxiety to help you deal with stressful environments with yeah. depression and any autoimmune disease. So there's a lot of, so I just, then all of a sudden I had my base, if you will, for these, these stepping stones or building blocks yeah. that I could, that I could build on that I knew was the platform that could give me mm. a lifetime of, of, uh, of health. Yeah. And so one of my messages is it's not too late. It's not too I late. I started yeah. that in my sixties and yeah. it's, it's not too late. So well, anybody <laughs> listening, you can focus on your health at any point in your life. Yeah. So it's interesting you say that because I, um, when we did the Island story, you know, I shared that with a lot of people and really the, the essence of the story is to understand the journey where we've been on. Um, and then the journey, like you said, what does it look like at 80? I'm, I'm kayaking in the river. So creating a vision for my life and then how do I get there? And, um, and I shared it with, um, a couple, a couple ladies who are older and they're, um, like around late fifties and, and they love the story and they love the message, but they kind of were depressed because they're like, it's too late for us. We can't be intentional with our lives going forward. Right. And, and I was so sad because I didn't agree with that, <laughs> but it is, sad. it is, it's never too late. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, that's why the, I mentioned the, the, the Wim Hof method is three pillars of breathing and cold, but the third one, which I have now come to the conclusion after not thinking this way the first year I was practicing this is mindset. Mm. It's the power of the mind is incredible. And I undersold it for so many years. When I say the power of the mind, I'm talking about the ability to, to control it, to influence my body, to control my body, to control how I react to things, how I Mm -hmm. respond and to make, good choices, good yeah. decisions. And it's all in the mind. So I, I, I train my mind. So the, the lizard brain isn't making <laughs> decisions for me. 
yeah. as much as it has in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly, you know, kind of fighting that and evol- evolving it to where I'm making more and more conscious decisions versus something else. Impulsively evolving. responding to things. Yeah. So, so you, it sounds like, you know, you know, I talk in my blog, I write about systems and stories to live better, um, right. to work smarter. And, and it sounds like you've gone through this transformation of what that means. So when you think about those phrases, you know, live better, work smarter, like how would you define that in, in your new paradigm here? Sure. Well, I, one, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm reading a great book. <laughs> the freelancer. I see you've and, got it on the shelf there. It looks good. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting because I am focused on myself in terms of, of health, but helping yeah. others do the same thing. Yeah. So, but it's still a business at the end of the day. Yeah. So still, I have a purpose. Yeah. And I, I have a mission and I have a vision and strategies and goals to help make that happen, just as you talk about yeah. um, in the book. And you laid out really very well on how to actually ask the right questions of yourself to mm-hmm. determine that. But I look at it not so much now as business systems as life systems. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can put it in into a corporate context. Yeah. Um, I can help a, a business owner optimize themselves so they can better run their business, better yeah. respond to situations and opportunities and adversity, mm-hmm. whether it's from reduced stress or reduced anxiety or maybe more confidence in the decisions that they're making. Um, so it's more of a life system as a, system yeah. versus a, so, a business system. So let's say a, a business, you, you say this to a business owner and they say, Don, I love what you're saying. It sounds great. Awesome. I don't have time for this. What's your response? Well, it, from two perspectives. First, you know, personally for that individual to say, I, I don't have time. I understand I've been there Yeah. Uh, where I thought I didn't have time. But after I went through the health scare, all of a sudden I discovered, you know what? I, I did have 15 <laughs> minutes to, to meditate in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have, and my whole schedule changed. I started getting up earlier. I started developing better sleep habits and, and, yeah. and going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time every day. Um, and I, I kept adding more things that I would do in the morning I added yeah. stretching. I added aerobic exercise. And, um, but when I, when you say you don't have enough time, it's really, um, at the end of the day, it, as far as projecting your health, yeah, you can do it in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you can, I can teach people. Arts, yeah. I mean, just sitting at their desk and they're getting ready to walk into a, a stressful meeting yeah. or a stressful customer meeting or whatever it may be, there are some very simple tools that take 30 seconds to yeah. calm you down to, to uh, lower anxiety, all right, yeah. and better clear your mind uh, to mm-hmm. be prepared for that moment. So yeah. um, there's, I, I tell them there's, there are ways to find the time. But also, yeah. if you look at it from their, their, their corporate perspective, not their individual perspective, yeah. I mean, they're busy. And, but what, what's the value of, of having employees that are healthy, that have fewer sick days, mm-hmm. that have higher productivity? Is it, is it worth taking a few hours out of, out of uh, one day, one time to help make that happen? Or... Because if, if people are having personal issues, whether they're mental or physical, that's going to derail the efforts of the business, especially a small business. 
Yeah, I mean, and just, you know, people give in to probably the, 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 all of the diseases that are the number one killers in our lives today have a very common root cause. And that root cause starts with stress. Yeah. And it turns into chronic stress. I mean, we're chased by the bear all day sitting at the <laughs> yeah. desk because we have, we have these awesome devices mm -hmm. that allow us to um, always be connected. Yeah. Always be connected to the world. That's not a good thing. Yeah. All we right. often, as business owners, we, we become business owners to, to be free, but yet we become enslaved. Right. And so, so do all of your employees. Yeah. And so that leads to chronic stress, which then leads to inflamed inflammation in your blood, which is now the gateway to disease. Mm -hmm. So whether it's cancer or cardiovascular systems or diabetes or any number of terrible things that can, Alzheimer's that can happen. Yeah. We can, we, we have, we don't have to go to the doctor. Um, I mean, unless you're, you're, you have, are sick or you are already suffering from something awful. Um, but we can prevent that from having happen yeah. in the future. You're wanting to be preventive versus reactive is what I think absolutely. I'm hearing. From, it's, yeah. It's, so now tell me you don't have enough time to do that because yeah. uh, I read a great line that, okay, I, I don't have time today, but you probably will in 10 years when you get that bad disease. Yeah. Right. It, so it, let's just avoid getting it in 10 years. Yeah. So I, I think of like when the commercials, they talk about smoking, like every cigarette you smoke is like 10 minutes off your life or something. Right. Right. And, you know, it's this, a similar thing. Whereas if you don't do it now, you're going to pay for it later. So do you want right. to do it now and, and pay it, pay your due or do it later and pay it with interest? Right. So, so but, but I kind of go back to the systems and yeah. whether you're, you're again, personal or running your, your business, it's, um, there's nothing wrong with having a system for yourself and a system mm -hmm. that, that helps ensure you're going to be there for your family and for yeah. your business. Exactly. So, so let's kind of shift towards, you know, you're, you're talking about what does it look like to live better, work smarter systems and stories. So, you know, part of, uh, I think what I'm hearing from you is that it, you don't just want to, you're not content to just do that for yourself, but you want to help others do that. So what does it help for, what does it mean for you now to be a leader and to lead others to live better and work smarter in, in, in your, in your life as a whole, but also in, in the work that you're now doing? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest and say that I surprised myself that <laughs> once, once I learned this, this method and decided that I wanted to become an instructor because at the time I was 63 years yeah. old and I immediately very quickly knew that this was going to have a positive impact on my life. And I'm, there's millions and millions of baby boomers out there. That was my initial thought. Mm. Baby boomers said, it's not too late. I can help other baby boomers live the last third of their lives in a way they can enjoy mentally and physically. And that became like this passion of mine. Yeah. It just, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't asking for it. It just, I woke up and it's like, <laughs> I need to help other people do this Yeah. You know, because they, they may think it's too late and it's not. And it turns out that I work with all ages. It's not just baby boomers, mm -hmm. but that's, you know, that was what initially kind of got me started um yeah that gave me the the insight to this is what i need to do this is this mm -hmm. is now my my passion and my purpose mm -hmm. and what is it that you want for other people i want them to know that they can take control all right of their minds of their bodies and in a way that influences them to to be healthy yeah um, and it's you know 
it sounds like a lot of woo-woo. Uh, it's not. It's just it's all science, and that's really um, you know that that we talked about you know, keeping my big toe in technology, and in yeah. this case, it's the science behind it. Mm -hmm. I was an awful science student in high school. <laughs> I avoided classes like the plague yeah. as much as I could, but now I can't get enough of just mm -hmm. understanding. Wow, if I just if I just take thirty deep breaths yeah. and, and do this, then my pH levels going up inside my body. This adrenaline's being all these my cortisol levels are going down. All these things are happening. Yeah, whether I want them to or not. Yeah. Right? So Justin and I had uh, two stress tests done as part of my annual physical. One, because um, uh, I didn't, uh, I failed it in the last 30 seconds one year. Okay. And the doctor said, you're going on blood pressure medication. Mm. Didn't ask me any questions about why I failed it, what my blood pressure had always been good, what changed in my life. Just here, you're taking these pills. Yeah. And I never did. I didn't, I, I filled the prescription, but I never took one of those things. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to figure this out. What, what, what happened? What caused my blood pressure to go up in the first place? Yeah. And I figured it out. I had, I started drinking a tea from South America that I love. And I was, I was drinking <laughs> 400 milligrams of caffeine every day for three months before that physical. Mm. So I eliminated it. Fast forward to the next year. I go into the doctor and say, doc, I challenged him. Said, you didn't ask me any questions. You didn't say anything to me. I asked me anything about why my blood to try to figure it out what happened instead yeah. of just treating the symptom. He said, Don, I'll tell you a, a dirty little secret of the medical industry is it's easier to treat a symptom than it is to change a lifestyle. Mm. He said, you change yours, you know, so I, I applaud you, but not everybody is going to do that. Mm. Um, so it, it just. But it seems like they could at least give you the option, the pills or change your lifestyle, as opposed to just assume you're not going to do the lifestyle choice. Yeah. At least try. Yeah. You know, and at least give it the old college effort. <laughs> And present the option because if some, I imagine at least younger, maybe younger folks, they're um, they may not know there is another option, right? If they're just given the pills, they may think that is the op that is the only option when there actually are others. Right. I mean, the the whole key is to hopefully avoid going to the doctor in the first place. Yeah. But obviously, if if you need to, I mean, what I do is no guarantees I'll never get sick. Yeah. Right. What I'm trying to do is avoid the things that can kill me or can disable me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I get flu once in a while or a cold, fine. Yeah. But, you know, my goal is to avoid the rest of it. And what I learned is I can, you know, mm -hmm. going back to the science. Now that I understand what is happening, um, there's so many ways I can influence my body and the, and the changes that are, are happening within it, which obviously ties back into the, to the, business community because if you if you have a, a an owner and employees that are that are healthy yeah that are happy that are strong um there it's going to be a better environment for everybody mm -hmm. yeah so let's uh you know when i talk about living better and working smarter you know two ways that that i really lean into on how to do that is systems as we talked about and and stories so are there any impactful stories that you've heard, whether they're real or fictional or, or somewhere in between um, that have really had an impact on you or really resonated or, or helped you um, see something differently than, than you might've seen before hearing that story? Yeah. And I've, I've kind of, you know, probably the one that was most impactful was uh, when I, I mentioned Pavel and Orange Theory Fitness. Okay. Because up until that point, I was, 
I guess just like a lot of people, I, I you know, lived my life and I, I had a business and I, I went to work every day and I, I did my best to, to operate the business in a way that would uh, make it profitable and sustainable for, for myself and my family and, and our employees and, and for our customers who had come to rely on us. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty open-minded when it came to running the business, but closed-minded when it came to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, figured, you know, this is the path I'm on. And, you know, what happened with Pavel, that story, really, it, it just opened my mind up. It made me consider where in the past I, I there's no reason. It just, I hadn't been exposed in a way that made me you think along these lines of, yeah, there's a, maybe there's a different way. And so when I, when I started kind of understanding about being present in the moment, it just, it kept opening up my mind to, to other, other ideas and ways. Mm-hmm. Was there anything, what was, what was it specifically that kind of, was there anything specifically that triggered it or was it just the whole thing? The whole... Just the whole thing. It was just the, um, in this particular case, I guess specifically it was just how was he being so calm all the time mm-hmm. in the face of what I knew was, I mean, and I, I talked to the contractor building new locations of orange theory fitnesses. It was very, a very stressful thing. And yet he was doing it so well. He was, you he were was inspired. Just doing it so, so calmly. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and it happened. I mean, and he very focused was able to kind of multitask a lot of different things at the same time. Cause I, I watched him do it and it just, it was, it was inspiring for me yeah um, to to see that yeah so let's kind of shift to systems here you know what are some of the specific systems that you're using um you know that that have helped you that would uh, be um, curiosity inducing for those listening well um i when you say systems i'm i'm thinking of the specifically you know some of the things i'm doing in terms of uh, what i've learned and what i became yeah. an instructor for uh, primarily uh, the Wim Hof method, yeah. which is a, as I've, I've mentioned now, this is a, you know, a combination of a, of a breathing, a very specific breathing technique mm-hmm. um, with mindset and commitment and mm-hmm. cold water. When, when I teach a okay. class, everybody gets into an ice bath, <laughs> two minutes. I mean, how, how cold is that water? <laughs> Almost frozen? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a tub full of water and, you know, 80 to hundred pounds of ice, depending yeah. on how many, how many people are in the class. Um, and we get in there and it's, it's, it's almost life altering because when you, when you do something like that, cause I think it's healthy to challenge your mind and your body to mm-hmm. doing things that you normally wouldn't do or consider doing or are afraid mm-hmm. even of doing. Um, it's and I, I, yeah, I expect for many people, it's highly emotional. Is that what it, the case? it can be? There can yeah. be, um, uh, I had a student here just uh, in the last month who came to the class specifically because she was a, she had a fear of the cold. She was oh, afraid okay. of the cold. Wow. And she confronted that fear. Yeah. And she got into the ice bath and did great. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the class. So, you know, I, I, I prepare them and talk to them about how we, how we handle it, how we, we deal with getting into the ice and the, the shock on the system. Yeah. We calm the nerves and calm the body and calm the mind. Yeah. Um, and we can, we can and focus because when long? you're in a, you're in an ice bath, there are no bills. There's there's no <laughs> you know problem child or problem customer. There's yeah. just the cold. Yeah, and your mind. It's what you're it, feeling in that moment. You're instantly focused on just one thing, and 
Yeah, that's surviving. interesting. Yeah, and even I mean, I, I don't know that pain is the right word, but but when you think about pain and suffering, there is something about that type of experience that does bring us into the present. Um, you know, we can't escape it, if you will. So that the cold. So how long do you you know for someone going in for the first time? How how long are they in there? For two minutes. I yeah. mean, they can stay longer if they want, but yeah. just two minutes is is what we we shoot for. Yeah. And, and how and how long are you doing it on a daily basis? Um, I get in for as in this morning for three minutes. Um, yeah. So it just depends. Um, yeah. I I bought an old chest freezer. I sealed the inside and I filled <laughs> it with water and I keep it around forty five degrees. Yeah. I, I get in it. Um, I try to get in twice a day. Sometimes it's once a day because it, yeah. it just it feels good now. I just I yeah. enjoy the and it's funny because it gives you what your body needs in the mornings. It just energizes you. You, you come out of there. It's like it's like going into for people who try cryotherapy. Yeah. That's awesome. I did a class recently at um, Alpharetta Wellness. Yeah. Uh, and um, I take it, I'm sorry, it was at, at Wellness Theory. In oh, Alpharetta, okay. Yeah. Um, that we finished the class with cryotherapy instead of the ice baths. And okay. it was just, yeah, it was, a, it was a cool experience, but it was cold exposure. So it just kind of, it, 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 it brings your mind into focus where you can, you, yeah. you can kind of feel what's happening. Yeah, and I used to, so I'm from Arizona, and we used to um, hike down um, to the Colorado River, right where it comes out from the Glen Canyon Dam, and so we'd hike down in there, and then we, we would jump in the water, but it's it's the water from the bottom of the lake, so it's, I mean, it's, it's like cold. super cold, it's almost freezing. <laughs> um, it, in some cases, it actually can be colder than freezing because it's a river, so it's a moving, um, right. so it doesn't freeze, but we would jump in, and man, it was so brutal, but I do remember, like, it was so ref getting out was this so such a refreshing feeling that was quite unique so yeah and you know you, you i say i take ice baths it's people don't have to go to that that level or that extreme yeah um, primarily though I, I take nothing but cold showers yeah um, and the reason i got the chest freezer and, the, and the, the, the water temperature in atlanta coming out of the tap in the summertime yeah isn't super cold even though yeah. it may feel cold relative to the, the temperature yeah time, but it's just it's just not really cold yeah. enough yeah yeah that's interesting so so this breathing um this cold um any any other systems um uh, that you want to share sure i also um i, I teach in general I, another system i learned called oxygen advantage where okay. the wim hof method is a specific breathing technique to achieve a specific result of your health mm -hmm. um the oxygen advantage is what's the right way to breathe 24 hours a day for human beings? What's the okay. most, not efficient, but the most effective um, and efficient, I suppose, but it's just, you know, what can we do to make sure we're optimizing our opportunity to give our, our bodies what it, what it needs um, to be and remain healthy from how mm -hmm. you sleep while you're breathing and you know, how you sitting around every day. Yeah. And then I teach, I teach simple, and I'm learning these. I mean, I'm 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 a I'm I'm not a novice, but I'm, I'm by no means am I an expert on yeah. this various. You know, people hear the term now biohacks. Okay. Well, there's there's a lot of systems in there. Here's a simple one right now. I, I'll, I'll I'll give you and everybody. So you you have you're getting ready to walk into a big meeting at work. Yeah. Um, and you're nervous or anxious about it. Yeah. Take a deep breath. And let it out slowly. Just let it up very slowly. When you do that, you just activated the vagus nerve, which okay. is your parasympathetic nervous system. You just calmed yourself down. 
Mm. So it's a great way. Boston Red Sox pitchers use this when they're on the mound, just a way to settle down in a stressful environment, stressful situation. Uh, so I, I use that all the time. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but sometimes when I do like public speaking, you know, I almost do that to just sort of reset myself. So when I go into it, I kind of have control. Right. And, and I wasn't necessarily realizing that's what I was doing, but, but that's kind of what I'm doing. So. Yep, there you yeah. go. So, so, I mean, there's a lot of them that just make sense. Yeah. And, and there's others that don't make as much sense, but they're incredibly effective. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this one will sound weird. I, I sleep at night with my mouth taped uh, shut. Okay. Some, some surgical tape that 3M makes because I was breathing through my mouth. Okay. You wake up with a dry mouth, then you're breathing through your mouth when you sleep, and that's not mm. healthy. It's going to impact your quality of your sleep. It's going to impact your, your gums, your, your dental uh, hygiene. Um, your body's not producing nitric oxide as it does when you produce breathe through your nose, which helps dilate your cardiovascular system and keep it healthy. It's a lot of downsides. So mm. you still so, more when you sleep. Well, what what causes someone to, to breathe through their mouth instead of their nose? It when, could be any number of reasons. It could be from the, the sleeping position they're in. It can be from congestion, um, oh, okay. possibly. Yeah. Um, just um, from just you know from the position, just their mouth falls uh, uh, open. Yeah. But primarily, it's it's it maybe it's getting more. It can lead to sleep apnea also. So yeah. Just another way to to help avoid that. But just okay. I just make myself breathe through my nose uh, yeah. while I'm sleeping. Okay. Interesting. So there's, there's any number of systems and, and biohacks that are out there. And it's a, it's a kind of a huge emerging industry um, that is, is growing out there right now that I'm, I'm, you know, the Wim Hof method is a biohack. I'm, I'm influencing my body to control my immune system. I'm influencing my body to prevent disease. Yeah. I'm, I'm just using my breath to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a pretty awesome uh, way to. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yourself. So as we kind of close out here, um, you know, life can be unfair, it can be challenging, but there's also moments of joy and prosperity. So as people traverse this journey we call life, what parting words of wisdom would you share with them? I'd say that you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You owe it to God. You owe it to those around you to put the work in now, you know, Mm -hmm. make the effort now to ensure that you have health for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, You know, you don't want to be the the, the person we read about too often that's, you know, jogging down the road or, you know, out of town or at the store and just, you know, has a heart attack or or Mm -hmm. stroke and kills over dead. Yeah. Didn't have a chance to, tell their family they love them or say goodbye or anything. And, um, you know, it's not just avoiding that, but it's just having a plan just like mm-hmm. you would for your business yeah. And, yeah. and having some strategies and some goals with your health. And I'm not talking about hiring personal trainers or going to the gym every day. I'm yeah. talking about mm-hmm. simple techniques and tools that you can learn in the privacy of your home and practice each day, you know, spend money on them that will help you, be there yeah 15 20 30 years from now Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's interesting so 
Um, I guess what I, the thing I'm thinking of when you say all that is stewardship. Like we've been given this hugely valuable body. We need to take care of it as we would take care of our children, as we would take care of our home, as we would take care of our business, right? And so what does that mean to do that well with excellence? And, um, and, and, to be, and as part of being grateful for, for, for what we've been given, stewardship, I think, is a natural response. I, I agree. And I, I think, you know, what I learned is that I always assumed that was like, wow, I just kind of kept it up here, you know, in my mind somewhere. Okay, I know I need to think about that, but it's just too overwhelming. Mm. It's not. And it yeah. doesn't have to be. It's, it's so simple. It is, it's so easy to do in a short period of time each day that and it, it doesn't in fact, have to be overwhelming. In fact, it's less overwhelming to steward a little bit along the way in the now than to let it accumulate into the future. And then, and then we have to deal with it all at once, which is overwhelming. Right. And you don't have to go from zero to 100 at once. Mm-hmm. You can go from zero to, to the one. Bump, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's just... Let's just do a couple things that get us developing some some good habits. Yeah. And, and you know, and, even though maybe we still have a bad diet or we're not actually whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's just introduce a little bit at a time and take us down the road. That's yeah. why I like the Wim Hof method because it's it's something that's so easy to do in such a short period of time that has mm-hmm. a huge impact. Then yeah. you can start building upon that at once you establish that habit. Yeah. So and it makes me think of um for me writing, right? When I first I started journaling in 2009, 2010. And I didn't actually start blogging until 2014. So I did it for four or five years before I ever started blogging, right? Then I started blogging from 2014 to 2000. And then I published my first book, Path of the Freelancer, in 2017. So that was three years later, right? And then now we are 10 years from when I started journaling. I've recently published my second book for small business owners. But in a lot of ways, the habit of writing was the key to be able to make all of this work. Um, And it started... A long time ago in a very small way, and it progressed and grew um, a little bit over time until I was writing a book. Yeah, and it, you know, when you started, it was a need that you had. Yeah. And as you developed it, it became a habit and, yeah. and it had its own rewards. Exactly. So a um, wonderful book called The Power of Habit. Have you heard of that book before? No, I haven't. Yeah, um, by uh, Charles, Charles Duhigg. Um, you know, ch- check it out after you read it. We can get together and, and talk about it, but just some amazing stuff. They talk about habits for individuals, habits for teens, and habits for cultural change. And so there's three sections of the book that explore that. And it's just a, talks about how, how to form a habit and a lot of research and science behind it. So it's pretty neat. So, um, so Don, as we close out here, you know, tell us about, you know, thank you for sharing all your, your insights and stories. How can people connect with you? Um, how can they um, learn about what you're doing and how can they work with you or, or, or um, uh, get more involved with, sure. with what you're doing? First, let me say thank you to you, Jason. Um, yeah. You've been a great friend and you've given me some awesome advice over the years. And I really love participating in the Island story and going through that process with you. Yeah. It was just, it was very, it was just, it was great information and a great way to view life and the business. Yeah. Was learning yeah. at the time. Um, so my my new business is called Flowjevity. I, yeah. I have a website, flowjevity.com. It's F-L-O-W-G-E-V-I-T-Y. Okay. Uh, okay. Flowjevity.com. All right. right. Um, please go check it out. I will I post on there, you know, classes I have and you know what I'm doing and a little bit of information on it and links to the the science and other information about it. All right, cool. Um, I'm I've set up a if you've heard of the app Meetup. 
It's yeah. A, I set up a meetup group in Atlanta for Wim Hof Atlanta. So and how can people just Google Wim Hof Method Atlanta um, and meet up and it'll pop yeah, go up. to the meetup group and, and just Google Wim Hof Method Atlanta. Okay. And I'm going to do free events in there. It'll be uh, climbing Stone Mountain for a, you know a guided breathing session for sunrise. Yeah. Sunday morning or uh, maybe this winter we'll go into the Chattahoochee River. Uh, okay. <laughs> and just kind of experience some uh, cold water flowing over our bodies and. Yeah, you know, we'll climb Stone Mountain on a cold winter morning in our shorts. Well, I don't know. We'll do some, yeah. some fun, or we'll just get together for coffee and talk about uh, biohacking and and yeah. ways to um, influence the, the health in your body. But uh, that that's also going to be in there. Certainly, um, email is don at flowgevity dot com. Okay. Um, I have a, a personal face uh, Facebook page. You know, if someone wants to be friends on there. I post a lot on, on health, but also I have a flowgevity page on Facebook. Okay. Instagram is coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I finally started, but it's not a lot there yet, but uh, certainly I'll be uh, out on Instagram as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll definitely put some links to, to that. So you got, you got the website, flowgevity.com, meetup, um, Facebook, and then Instagram's coming. Um, any, any other, anything else? Do you have any, anything, I guess the meetups, the way to find out about the next events. If, um, my, go ahead. Yeah, also on my on my web page. In the website, okay. Because I schedule uh, Wim Hof classes on a on a probably I did I did five in October. Okay. So November December probably doing two or three per month. So the links will be mm -hmm. on there. Um, uh, always email me if you have questions or on specific mm -hmm. dates. If 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 you want yeah. to do a class, you know I'm, I'll be scheduling corporate stuff. You know, okay. As far as you know, helping employees. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so there's any number of things they can do as far as um, engaging, you know, in practicing. You can even go to WimHoffMethod.com. Yeah. And he's got a, th a three-minute video on there to show you how to do the, the class. I mean, you okay. don't have to come to pay me. You yeah. Can, you can do that. If you just want more detail, more information, make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, then you know, That's the, where class the class is a great be. way to do it. So the class is a great starting point. Um, now, what if someone, um, you know, wants you as their coach or wants to kind of go – wants almost like a personal uh, coach on not just the breathing, but the cold therapy sort of the whole package. Is that something you're doing or Absolutely. offering? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm very open. I mean, this is new ground for me. And as, as I define my uh, kind of business systems yeah. in terms of, of what um, right now, I'm just, just doing as many clients. I'm just getting the word out as much as I can. Yeah. Okay, that, Hey, it's your body and you, you actually do have a lot more control over it than you think you do. Mm -hmm. And I just show people how to make that happen. Cool. Great. Any last words before we wrap up here? Just uh, again, want to thank you. Um, um, uh, anybody who's, who is interested in improving their health. I, 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 I love it. I love the idea of the whole concept of uh, I'm in charge and I'm in control. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I wish that for everybody and just, if, if nothing else, just start reading about and finding your own path in terms of, of how you might be able to, uh, to achieve that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Don. I appreciate you sharing, um, you know, about your story, your journey, the systems and, and the lessons learned along the way. Um, and that's, that concludes our time together today for um, growing your life. And I'm Jason Scott Montoya. You can check us, check out um, other stories from inspirational people at jasonscottmontoya.com. Thank you very much, Don, and we'll see you around.
Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. For additional stories and systems to live better and work smarter, visit jasonscottmontoya.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you on the next episode of Grow Your Life.